0: Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Kit Lushev. Kit Lushev. Greetings my you? friend. How, How are well. you? Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Big weekend?
1: Yep. No, not a quiet weekend.
0: Nice and cruisy. Welcome yep. back. Too, by the way, it's been a while. has can't remember <clears throat> how long exactly, but at least a couple of weeks. And um as my intro, yeah suggested, I think you have been a bit of everywhere. You've been on holidays, back to the homeland. Mm, I was in Perth for a
1: couple of weeks, and got a busy couple of weeks coming up as well. So um, international flight Tuesday morning, and then here, there everywhere, as you said. Is it your first time at Optus Stadium too, by the way? Or have you well, been there previously? No, nah, I've tried to go there a couple of times, but had some terrible luck and it all fell apart. So um, mm-hmm. it's not quite the holy mecca like West Australians will have you believe, but it's a pretty nice stadium.
0: Yep. Okay. I don't think I've ever set foot inside the MCG. So have you, you've been inside, haven't you? I bought yeah. a grand final win at the MCG oh, in actual fact. Which teams?
1: When West Coast beat Collingwood by four points or whatever the fuck it was in
0: 2018. Wow. Yep. We'll have to dive into that on another time, I think. In, in one of our offshoot podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, best, that would have been incredible. Best day of my life. Um, yeah. Okay. So you. Still think the MCG is better.
1: Uh Oh, yeah. It's hard to compare, really. But okay. I think nothing beats. Nothing beats, you know, being at a pub in Richmond and, tro- you know, strolling over to the MCG on a yep. Friday, Friday, Friday night or something like that. So yeah, the, yep. I just love the vibe of uh, that whole precinct in Melbourne. So.
0: Yeah. It truly Um, is the sporting capital.
1: Yeah, it's great. There's nothing that
0: compares to it.
1: Marvel's a bit of a shit hole, but, yeah, the G and surroundings are awesome.
0: Went there for a T20 game years ago, and it's the only time I've set foot inside, you know, that stadium either. It wasn't like, I didn't think it was terrible, but, you know, whatever. Stadium's a stadium. It's better than the Gabba. <laughs> Gabba is, is probably
1: one of the worst that I've been to, and I've been to a few. We lived in Sydney, and I made it my goal to um try and tick off as many many of those little suburban grounds as I could. So I think uh never been to Brookvale for a game because the Broncos always uh, mainly always sold their game to Suncorp, and um yeah yeah didn't get to Leichhardt for a game, but I think I ticked off. Pretty much all the rest from fucking Canberra to... Penrith. Penrith. Been to Penrith on a fucking 40-degree day in April or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Uh, Newcastle, everywhere. All the shitty little grounds. Campbelltown, uh, Shark Park, all of them.
0: All of them? Yep. Legit been everywhere. Yep. Uh, this, this episode, we're pretty much just going to... S- Summarise a whole lot of news that's come out in the the last week and a bit, um, coming to you fresh too. By the way, we're recording late on a sun- Sunday night, so pretty much we'll be prepping this to go live for your ears first thing tomorrow, or for whenever it is that you decide to listen. So, a lot of ANZAC drops, the West Tigers controversy, and I'm sure we'll have some conversations on the ANZAC jerseys in general. Uh, there's a few Indigenous round drops as well and a few other things towards the end of the the news to touch on if you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show you can visit our instagram page at field of design podcast and look out for the episode's highlight reel you can also read and view some of the source articles and reference links in the episode via our dedicated page at thefieldofdesign.com if you want to get in touch with us, you can via Instagram or via email at field of design podcast at gmail So, should we start with the blow up that is the Wests Tigers Anzac jersey? Might as well. Ah, uh, so I think the the jersey was released, and within two or three days, there was um comments being popped up online through the socials that the uh, stock images that were used for the jersey depicted US, um, uh, what's the right word, soldiers, and US military machinery, helicopters. Um, And so very quickly the, the club came out Saying that they had not gotten sign off from uh, the the Australian Army or the Australian Defence Force, but um, the the local local uh, barracks. barracks that they were working with, um, and at the time, I guess, are uh, not really you know digging their feet in the sand, but, but you know saying, "Look, we tried to do all of the right things here," but. Uh very quickly following that they they had a meeting and decided that they were going to change it. And then I think what was it within a day and a half we had a new design popped up ready to go, um, which is starting to look like a whole lot more of the, the standard Hanzac jerseys that are going around. Um and yeah, I think that's been a little bit of aftermath as well with he said he said she said type stuff, um, linked in their their websites there. So, very quickly turned around. Um, looks like they will have players in the new jerseys. No word from what I've seen yet. I could be wrong that the new ones will be available in retail. You'd imagine not. No.
1: No. And I'd, I'd imagine they've burnt four to 500 jerseys in retail of the old ones. So, they might be packaged up and sent to Ethiopia or something like that. Um so costly exercise, but I've been saying it for a while that I think the whole Anzac thing is done to death, and you know it really is just a, um, you know you've got poppies, silhouettes, camo. How many of these do you want to incorporate, and you know, mm-hmm. give what we've already seen. So,
0: lone uh, lone soldier, the ode. It's mm. yeah, it's it's very. It's very repetitive now and I think, yeah, we did talk, we did discuss it, must have been this time last year uh, around all of the the Anzac jerseys that were being dropped and and you said, yeah, we're getting towards the end and I think that like all things in this day and age, it seems to just be controversy that is going to actually end it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, Nick and I touched on it last week as well and I, I think that the, the lines have probably been blurred now as to the purpose of these things. Uh, I think it's, in my mind, my perception, it's very much more a money making scheme than it is for anything else. Um, well, what, which, what do the Firebirds make merch for?
1: W- to make money? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So w- why are you expecting
0: Anzac programs to be any different and think it's some sort of revolution? Oh, I'm not. Ex- I suppose I'm not expecting it, but there's no harm in, um, you know, having on the the playing the playing gear a, a poppy or something like that. But it, you know, you don't need to retail it or anything like that. You know, you can still have an issue of Anzac jerseys there. Perhaps it's worth looking in one time. You know, when did it all start and how did it get to where we are now? Don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean. I've said it before, the NRL want to do less jerseys, so I think next year probably won't be bugger all Anzac Day jerseys, which I think is a good thing. Uh, In saying that, I do believe there were two clubs who um, did some unique designs that were a little bit out of the box, which I liked. Um, I think it's probably a case where if the club or the, the region or, you know, if there's a story to be told, then do an Anzac Day commemorative jersey, but... I think gone in the days
0: where you sort of forced you know, forcing one just for the sake of it, especially after this year. Yeah, agreed. So, would that's one of the next ones on our list, which I'm thinking might be what you've what you've highlighted is the Parramatta Anzac jersey. Is that one of the ones that you think that has gone a bit different? Yeah, I mean, it it does look good. I I don't entirely
1: understand what what I'm looking at, but aesthetically, it's a nice nice looking kit. It kind of has Captain America vibes, or something like that,
0: but what's the thing on the front? The- yeah, I think it's a belt to belt buckle yeah. um, type of design there. So this is an extract from paraeels.com. Uh, the four horizontal stripes of the Parramatta Eels jersey are connected representing the regiment uniform belt uh, with ser- Sergeant Chevrons which adorned the regiment uniform sleeves replicated on the shoulders of the jersey. Um, the EELS 2023 ANZAC round jersey has been designed to honour Colonel Jack Argent, O-B-E-O-A-M-E-D, who was the revered leader and founder of the Parramatta EELS and served in World War II as part of the uh, as part of the two-thirds Anti-Tank Regiment Royal Australian Artillery 9th Division 2nd AIF. There we go. So it's a good story, which they've told and done a good jersey of it. Is unique, so
1: did all the boxes from last year as well. well. They clearly got the feedback <laughs> oh, from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give those guys a tick. Yeah. Um
0: and I'll and I'll, I'll attempt just to jump around a little bit here. Is the other one that I'm predicting that you would be marking is the Knights Anzac jersey? Absolutely not. No. no? Okay, which one was it that you were? Uh... Well, I, um, I actually
1: like the the Bulldogs one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Um, clean, you know, not completely void of cliches or anything like that, but I still think it was a, a pretty cool jersey. And I, I think I saw online that it was designed
0: by the internal club graphic designer, I believe. So That's, cor- that's correct, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, so from Bulldogs.com, the team will be wearing the club's latest designer jersey that's been inspired by the Anzac Heroes, the Bulldogs' usual blue stripes have been switched out for rosemary chevron design in this special edition Jersey. Uh, yeah. I think aesthetically it's quite nice. I think a uh, Collingwood have been using something similar for a while as well, but it's, it's nice actually to see the, the rosemary's kind of form in that, um, you know, the kind of that squared off fashion rather than it just being in bars or something, you know, the, the kind of meeting. So, yeah, that's good. Poppy, uh Poppy could be about half the size, but yep. uh, yeah, it's good <laughs> yeah. good to that, for that.
1: And all the well, apart from the Sydney Tools logo, all the rest are pretty well, well KFC on the back, but the other, the other sponsors are quite inoffensive, so mm-hmm. good job.
0: Classic sports. <laughs> Craig, can we get a cut of that and use it for some snippets later? <laughs> Uh, Okay, so then I did mention before the Anzac jersey. So from newcastlenights.com.au, the Newcastle Knights will honour the Newcastle's World War II history, including the shelling of Newcastle by the Japanese in 1942 through its 2023 Anzac Round jersey, developed in collaboration with local historical organisations Including the University of Newcastle's Hunter Living Histories and the Newcastle Industrial Heritage Association, off the back of the Fortress Newcastle exhibition conducted in 2022, the jersey features iconic images relevant to Newcastle's involvement in World War Two. Uh, Do you in, like this one? Uh, look, n- no, I I don't. It's it is kind of stock stocky. It nearly even I don't know. Feels like some of the images have been photoshopped together and that's without me doing any research in it at all. Um, well,
1: well, you think the, the airplane five inches above the, the ship <laughs> was a, a natural photo, do you? Uh, I mean, they, 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 there's no sort of yeah, classy collaging or anything like that. It's just sort of slapped on and popped in there. Yes. Hard edges. Like you look at it, that ship just seems to be floating nowhere directly underneath. Underneath the uh, the plane, and yeah, it's not my cup of tea.
0: Yes, I suppose. Yeah, c- clearly that what I was suggesting is perhaps the the boat and the the men with the the, the massive gun behind the wall um, were all one, and then you know they've kind of just dropped the plane down. But uh, yeah, I thought what you m- may have been indicating was the story behind it, or the the close representation with the city or the town itself. But, yeah, I think for me this is falling into aesthetically more one of those kind of stock standard um, Anzac jerseys. Uh, Agreed. They've got such powerful colours and they don't seem to be doing anything really strong with it, the Knights at the moment, just as a little jab while I'm here. Uh, Working my way back up now, our run sheet there, we've got the manly Anzac jersey. So this is from seagulls.com. The Seagulls have launched a special commemorative Anzac round jersey that pays tribute to the men and women who have served in the Australian Defence Force featuring silhouettes of soldiers making their way across tough Gallipoli terrain. The Seagulls will wear the jersey in their Anzac round clash with the West Tigers uh, Spring of Rosemary features in centre of the chest and the top of the back of the jersey. The jersey also has the words of the O displayed across it. mm mm-hmm. um, And I th- uh, we've got the Sharks, which is a b- bit similar to what we've seen from them in previous years. And uh, we also have the Gold Coast Titans, so from Titans.com. The Gold Coast Titans 2023 Anzac round jersey shares the story of Corporal Cameron Bard, VC MG, and commemorates the 10th year since his death while serving for our country in Afghanistan. Uh, Doug Bard, OAM, Cameron's father, that is, says it was very important for the family to work with the Titans to ensure the jersey depicted Cameron's experience.
1: Yep. Uh, Nick did a lot of work on this. Um, it's a good story. Um, bit of criticism about how old mate looks on the front. Uh, we put up a heap of different options, including photos and uh, of various degrees of visibility and full colour and sort of monochrome and this and that, but that's where we landed. So, um, yeah, like I said, good story
0: and pretty dance, Dancing the dance with all of those people that are required to sign off on it. Yeah, I mean the most important thing is that the
1: family loved it, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it tells a good story. So
0: shame Nick's not here to kind it of is. just talk through the the illustration process a bit further, but we can always come back on another day and touch on it. But uh, I like the depth. I like the um, the depth that he's worked with there, and and using that kind of cream. It's a bit of a like a cream colour in the mm. in the um, background there. Yeah. Um, and the the illustration as well. Certainly uh, Nick's token style of doing things where he has that multi-layer. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
1: like a uh, like a multi-dimensional sort of, what are they called? Maybe yeah, you'd make like, them things at school where you'd cut out paper and then layer yeah. them and stuff like that. Uh, diorama, is that what it yeah, is? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Like a paper diorama?
0: I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sticking with the Titans, apparently they're bringing the Magic to Brisbane, bringing the GC Magic, that is. uh, Gold Coast Titans Magic Round jersey, again from titans.com.au. They'll be sporting a bold new look when they take on the Parramatta Eels for the NRL's Magic Round. Uh, This is the club's first ever Magic Round jersey. The design captures iconic elements of Gold Coast living, the suns, the cityscape and the surf in a jersey that will stand out from the rest. Yes, so um,
1: we were wanting to do something like this with them for a while and they weren't entirely convinced and I went through a few versions so there were some more palm tree sort of vibes which we thought were really cool but They weren't quite digging, so I find it interesting that in the back of the photo on their page where the article is, there's a big palm tree. Um, So we went to the Skittyscape and then decided that that needed dialling down a bit, so it's not that visible. But I think the general vibe of the jersey is pretty cool and um, and it will be cool on Magic Round to have that sort of carnival-y fun atmosphere and something a little bit different, which... Ah uh, the AFL have done, you know a few of the AFL teams have have done different things for gather round, so um surprise more more NRL clubs aren't, aren't adopting the the magic round festivity when it comes to jerseys. Apparently in the super league they they do a, a
0: heap of crazy jerseys, so yeah, maybe going forward, who knows. It's round ten magic rounds. I think we've got just a couple more. Uh, weeks to go until that's that's on. Is there any whispers of any other teams adopting a magic round? Jersey Not that I've that heard. You know I, of?
1: I um, I think I said originally that the Broncos jersey, the uh, anti Redcliffe one that we spoke oh, about, city that, jersey. Yes, that that's certainly got some uh, magic round vibes about it. But I'd imagine Manly being the home team might want to wear Maroon, which would probably clash with that jersey. So uh, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. See, that would be perfect, though.
0: Well, you've you've uh, set the standard now for Magic Ground. It's nearly like an Auckland Nines type jersey, yeah. isn't it? In a way, that's that's kind of what you're pushing for.
1: Not quite as cringe, but um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the big Cronulla Sharks head. <laughs> One. I, I had nothing to do with. By the way,
0: there have um, been some interesting uh nines jersey that's man that's an episode topic we should go back and do one time too
1: yeah yep there uh, are, might be a team that is wearing a throwback to an old nines jersey next year with us so yeah. keep your eyes peeled out for that ooh um and speaking a... of gather round in the AFL
0: yes so your second favorite club club Fremantle. They played in their stealth ger- uh, Guernsey uh, sorry, over the weekend. So Fremantle FC, following the success of the club's stealth range, Frio will replicate or have replic- replicated the predominantly sleek black design to their official playing kit. Uh, I think up close it's kind of neat, but I think definitely watching it on <laughs> the screen, it was very much a black Guernsey, wasn't it? I don't know if
1: you saw it, and you can kind of see it in that website in the first image, um, but there was a better photo. They, um, The way they initially marketed it, they must have gone in and Photoshopped it and really made it glow and had some mm. gradient through the stripes, mm-hmm. and it, it looked awesome. And then you went to the web, website and you just saw that it was flat purple. Yes. Which was a real letdown because it kind of had a neon-y, a real neon vibe about it, which would have been much better. But no, you're right. Watching on screen, it was just a... Just a black black jersey, yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's more like they've just outlined the chevrons here, haven't they? They haven't actually mm-hmm. the one, two, yeah. So even the thickness of them, I reckon they probably could have just gone with build chevrons and made the lines or made them thinner rather than doing them outlined. But I have no idea what their stealth range is, so maybe it just kind of matches that. But yeah, I thought oh. it was... Yeah. Thought it was cool, but yeah, they probably needed to uh maybe even like just purple up the black, you know, make it like a really dark, rich, heavy black in purple and then lighten the Yeah, I agree. Like a lilac or something on the, the lighter tones, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. something around yeah. there. Yeah, agreed. Adelaide Crows. So, mm. sticking with Gather Round for a little bit more. Adelaide Crows unveiled a unique limited edition Guernsey, which will, uh, which was worn during the historic opening game of Gather Round against Carlton. The special event Guernsey showcases a heritage version of the Crows logo, which respects and honors the club's people and achievements. Uh, wh- whispers and and the chatters online as this is a an online design. That's... well yeah no
1: no whispers it's absolutely a concept which someone knocked up, so I don't see any nod to them in the release, which is interesting, so mm. I haven't heard that person comment, so I hope that he hope that he got some money or you know some tickets or some jerseys or something our uh, Guernseys or something to say thank you because uh would have been a cool story to tell but um yeah cool cool design, I don't think it's you know it's revolutionary as everyone's making out but it's nice enough and had a few crows mates message me during the week saying it was best thing since sliced bread so those south australians are pretty easy to please But
0: (laughs) i didn't hate it either i thought it was it was quite appealing uh god i love their colors I, i really do love their color combination uh the crows um I mean, it doesn't do any service for their current logo. Uh, like, I nearly think their older logo is better than their current one, nearly. Um, but I, w- with what you say around the fans absolutely loving it, I think there's that sense of, you know, uh, you're you're tired and attracted to that that brand and that logo and the history. Um, and you know, when we talk about, you know, break. Glass in emergency for a, uh, what's the word we use? Um, Heritage jersey or something like that, a, a old school replica. I think this definitely is in that space. Uh, but it, it got me thinking, mate. With jersey and Guernsey designs, it could this potentially be setting the precedence for? It's cheaper to purchase. A design that someone has done online through, you know, Bigfooty or one of the forums or on an Instagram page, rather than investing, you know, in a design through suppliers or something like that. Like, so is you're this- saying
1: <clears throat> illegally purchasing this, purchasing this with stolen logos? Is that the? No, I don't know what what what, what part of this is that the original designer concocted themselves.
0: Well, there's no like at the moment we haven't really dug in deep to go, hey, the original designer, have you have you been paid, you know, for this? Like, there's any chance that this has actually happened? And I think if it if it hadn't happened, we would probably have heard about it by now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess, am suggesting that it has been paid for, like you said, through tickets or through some sort of fee. Uh, And perhaps does this open the door for freelance apparel design or rather than purchasing stock images or stock, you know, design, you're you're purchasing a web design that that someone has mocked up on Instagram. Hey, look, we'll give you $1,000 if you let us use your Adelaide Crows jersey design. Yeah, I mean, might be the case if someone's gone
1: and spent time on actually creating a design, but all this person has done is essentially grabbed a heritage logo and whacked it on a, a jersey. So um, not like he's created any assets himself. Um, and yeah, I mean, Indigenous designers get paid for Indigenous jerseys. Um, you know, there's other times where you see outside freelancers leaned on for designs but you know in terms of the whole big footy community knocking up designs which are just using club assets and yeah if an internal designer or someone at an apparel apparel supplier can't knock up something that rivals this and there's something seriously wrong because I mean, happened- what, what is it it's just a, all that is is a heritage logo These don't they've done nothing right?
0: Yeah. Maybe outline that, that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but you can also argue that you know any designs, really, like simple designs. You could argue that the the red, black, and white of the Saints, you know, um, putting pinstripes on the the sleeves or the the armbands or something like that. It's something basic and simple. You, yeah, you could absolutely argue that. Um, or, well, I could have done that. Or why didn't I think of that? Or you know. Um, i suppose you know through through our kind of knowledge we know that this is this has been done online um and potentially the club has seen it and either used it or approached them and you know bartered for it to be used um and just what that means for you know could that mean something for the future i suppose was where I'll, i was getting at yes maybe in this circumstance it is a basic design but what if you know, we get tagged and and in a few designs that Instagram followers do up and we get screenshots sent to us of, you know, designers going, you know, what do you think of this? You know, they're posting their stuff. It, it It's kind of in that same vein as uh, working for exposure sometimes or designing, you know, design the Olympic medals or stuff like that. Like, if there's I, I, one know... thing I know, it's that clubs
1: like control. So if they're going to run a competition for a fan to design something, it'll be the ones that we see all the time, which are basically um, they choose the outcome we suspect 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like to keep everything in-house and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd okay. be surprised.
0: But... That's cool uh sticking uh in the AFL now we've got uh, Richmond who have look, looks like they're running their same design that they used last year for uh First Nations Sir Doug Nicholls round um no sorry their Anzac round my apologies um sticking with the same for that and Essendon are also doing something similar to what they've done for the past few years with their Anzac jersey as well guernsey uh, the gold coast suns rise up guernsey so this is from Gold Coast uh, Um the gold coast suns will host its third annual round to rise up as part of afl's round eight matchup against the melbourne at heritage bank stadium the round sees the suns and its major charity partner rise up australia merge forces to raise funds and awareness for families Displaced by domestic violence, the match which is scheduled to begin in May to coincide with domestic and family. Awareness Month will also see the Suns don its first round to Rise Up Guernsey as a tinge of blue is added to the club's New Balance Guernsey to go with the blue Rise Up branded socks, which were also worn in the 2022 edition. Really not much going on here other than the fact that there are <laughs> blue trim on their armbands. This charity's barking up the wrong tree if they're trying to find a club to help them raise awareness, let me tell you. Rise, rise up. Rise up, sons, sons rise up. I can see where the marketing department thinks that they might be in with an opportunity, but from you're right, from an exposure point of view.
1: It's a yeah, bit different. Much. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty irrelevant. But anyway, what do you, what can yeah. you say about it?
0: Uh, We also have Essendon uh, have released their Dreamtime at the G Guernsey. I haven't been able to track down any official um, written text on this jersey yet on their website. So I don't know if I've jumped the gun a bit early there, but um, there is a design via the Instagrams, I think, if we were looking around in that. But I don't know. We might save that for next next step. um reaching back around we touched on it Nick and I last week on the Matildas uniform with the the Nike drops for the women's World Cup so a little bit more came out a little bit after we rec- recorded or we missed it in the recording um for the first time the Matildas kit will feature period protection in the base layer under the shorts while the New Zealand women's team will swap their traditional white shorts for teal blue so we did talk last week around the fact that the um the all-whites, I think the men, men are called the all-whites and the white ferns, I think, are the women, so that you know they're adopting more of that teal-blue colour. Um, they are the most comprehensive football team collection created for women by Nike with the fit and material catered for the specific movement of female sports players. The Australian designed, backed by women's research and athletic feedback, integrate leak protection into the shorts with a combination of a laminate gusset liner and short construction. So I think we've we mentioned this as well with the AFLW this year, that shorts policy uh, is being relaxed for for women with white shorts and it looks like it's starting to um, be adopted across more sports, which is good. This is from sportsoz.gov.au. Winter Olympian and AIS share a yarn. Ambassador Bree Walker has added some special apparel to her winter kit as she continues to compete in Monobob and Bobsleigh. Uh, Walker now dons First Nations-inspired gloves, which were designed by Sherry Ann mentor and Olympic boxer Brad Hoare. I think Brad was also part of the Australian boxing team's Indigenous designs too, um, which we spoke about late last year or early this year. Uh, Walker said she was eager to wear something that represents all Australians around the, uh, around the world who were pursuing their sporting passion. And this one just slipped by my desk. Uh, by my emails in the last few days. And whilst not exactly sport-related, I thought it was definitely tickled my design brain. Uh, A group of mathematicians at the University of Waterloo in Ontario have invented a new and elusive Einstein shape, a tile capable of perfectly filling a space without ever repeating. The 13-sided shape dubbed the hat can interlock endlessly and never end or repeat. While the question, will it cookie, has been answered, the race is on to see what brand will adopt it uh, first as an identity element. So it's a repeating pattern that is never uh, placed in the same spot or formed uh, collectively in the same way. What are your thoughts on this? Is it aesthetically pleasing for you? Sorry, I fell asleep. You're gonna to have to repeat that. Nah, don't worry about it, mate.
1: <laughs> re- what do I mean it's not repeating? I'm seeing I'm looking at the image now and I'm is, am I not seeing the same thing repeated?
0: I think it's more like if you're getting a a clump together, it's never in the exact same direction or collectively in a clump together. You know how you, you might make some repeating patterns and you can kind of sit there and look at it and start to see where the repeat is, you know, where mm-hmm. it starts to match up. And they're yep. suggesting here that this shape, whilst it can interlock with other versions or other examples of itself, you'll never get you know, a sequence as such, a repeating sequence.
1: Oh, mad shout out to all the mass nerds that are collectively circle jerking over this. Frothing
0: up right now. R- revolutionary.
1: The world's fucked, but we've just invented a new shape that doesn't repeat. Yeah. You'll
0: see it on on something soon. It'll be repeated on a Gold Coast Titans jersey in 2026, you see. You'd probably have to pay royalties for it or some bullshit. Oh, that's true. How depressing the world we live in. Mm. Yeah, is is this shape copyrighted? Mm. Can I use purple? Uh, That pretty much is summarizing all of the news. Did you have anything else to kind of touch on, mate? No, rest in peace the Anzac Day jerseys. Had a good run.
1: There's some crackers. And um, my favourite of all time, you ask,
0: probably the Penrith Panthers. What year was it? Yes, 2011, 2012. (laughs) The Rising Sun. They actually traded out the major sponsor on the front.
1: Correct, yep.
0: Yeah. Was it 2011?
1: Uh, it was twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no. It was (laughs) twenty fifteen. Yep, yep. So, um, I've met with the Panthers a few times in a past life. Uh, and in their boardroom, past life, they've got that big framed above their boardroom. Um, and it's incredibly striking. And as you Mentioned they talked all the sponsors into uh, removing themselves from the jersey. So that, to me, is a pinnacle of where we ended up with Anzac Day. For sure. Uh, designs. Um, and shout out to Essendon for using the same design for 15 fucking years and yet changing it every single
0: season. <laughs> Somehow, slightly. Because they've got to make money off it each year, that's why. Someone's am on telling you, mate. Awesome. Well, if have we missed anything, please let us know. Uh, agree or disagree with uh, our thoughts? Um, we want to hear from you, um, or just say good day. You can do that too. You can reach out to us via email, field of design podcast at gmail or you can message, comment, or tag us through our Instagram at field of design podcast. Pretty much wraps it up this week, mate. Uh, hopefully. I think we've had one or two episodes this year where all three of us have been in it together. Um uh, so hopefully we can muster up something um you know before it it's a string of another few weeks where it's just just two on board.
1: Yeah, well I'm I'm out the next few weeks unfortunately. Um but you'll have that other
0: other fucking numbskull to, to join you and give his input. And hopefully we've been uh, robust enough, energised enough on a Sunday evening for this recording. Uh, Thank you for listening. Follow Instagram if you haven't. Subscribe to the podcast. uh, Leave us a review and some stars on your app of choosing. How many stars do you reckon, Kit, while you just finish your yawn there? Uh, 22. 22?
1: Yep, because I'm on rob meredith's website and i'm looking at a million jerseys <laughs> footy jumpers sorry with the number 22 on the back so footyjumpers.com
0: for anyone out there check it out and what did rob say when we had him on around uh the number that he uses for the the back of him what was his reasoning do you remember Wait, that you have to go back and listen to the episode go back and listen all right yeah. i'll cut it in so, no no i
1: looks won't like so first anzac day guernsey was 2015 So, this will be the eighth year that they've run the Poppies in the Sash.
0: That was their first Mm, Anzac.
1: A little bit longer, a little bit prior to that, but apparently not. Yeah. Intriguing.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I'll see you next week. Maybe I won't. I like it. Thank you, mate. Bye. Yeah.